On this week's episode, we team up and argue about the Avengers. What does a party look like to Black Widow? How do you pronounce QB Schmelders? And when did we all become thermonuclear astrophysicists? Find out now you're listening to 24 Flames Per Second. Castle Roasts, the films we love the most! Um, as always, I'm your host, Robert Spiewak Wahorkus, and uh, this week we've got a brand new team, each with their own strengths, in the studio to team up for this episode of the show about 2012, The Avengers, the cap, the capper, climax of Phase 1 of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, uh, to celebrate uh, Avengers Infinity War, the kind of coda, almost coda of the first 20 Marvel <laughs> movies uh, that's coming out later this week, um, and I, I, I'm excited for it. And um, I don't know, we'll see, we'll see. Maybe there's people here that would rather uh, get thrown, some around, nachos. Get thrown yeah. around by the Hulk a little bit, or uh, get stabbed by a Loki scepter, or I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah... Um, Everybody, thank you, thank you for listening. Welcome, and um, as always, well, new. This is new now. Um, as you heard in our last episode, Will's off to school, um, and we have uh, just new, different people co-hosting with me now. Um, to my across the table, <laughs> <laughs> the Maria Hill to my Nick Fury, Quasi Phillips. How's it going, Robert? You're good, man. How are you? I'm great. I'm doing awesome. I'm loving this. This is gonna be really fun. We got we got Power Squad today. I'm really yeah. Excited. Yeah. Power squad really, of dudes. Yes. Yes. <laughs> also, like, uh, excited because we finally were able to have Popeye's chicken for the first time we in Seattle. Had, we did have Popeye's oh, chicken. Oh, my God. I'm so happy. <laughs> it, was, it was good. Oh, it was great. It's no easels, though. Anyway. Easels chicken, if you ever come to Seattle, <laughs> have it. It's very good. Also, Do you say easels? And definitely call it easels. Easels or easels. <laughs> I call Whatever it you want. Oh, I, I had no idea what you were talking about for a second. Uh, <laughs> I was like, easels chicken. Zell's famous chicken. Oh, I, oh yeah. <laughs> cool. We don't get your jokes. I, not, I called it that the first time I saw it. And it stuck in my head that way. Um, and I don't uh, care how everyone, what everyone calls it. Um, anyway, just it's some really good fried chicken. Regardless, it is really good. Can I can I ask where this Popeyes is? The it's... one we went to is over in White Center. White Center. I probably will not stop by there then. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, but yeah, Quasi, uh, did you watch the movie this week? I didn't. I didn't watch the movie this week. Uh, but this is a. I mean, I've seen this movie a lot. I'm such a huge fan of MCU, so yeah. You know, this has been in rotation with all the other uh, Marvel movies and shows. So yeah. Uh, I'm I, very I, familiar with the material, so I think we'll be same. We got some. Uh, <laughs> that's right. Also, I've seen this movie a few times, um, but uh, yeah, great, good. Um, I don't know. What do you say? Let's move on. Why don't let's we just do this thing? Let's man. get let's into it. it. Yeah, um, we'll start by introducing the roasters this week and starting them off. Uh, we have friend of the show, local Seattle filmmaker. Find him on Instagram at ntn.n.n. Nate Sawtell. Hey there, Robert. Hey, how are you hey. doing? Good. How are you? I'm great. Yeah. Thanks. Good. Thanks for being here. Yeah, no problem. 
You should you should just clarify that as N as in Nancy dot N yes. as in Nancy. <laughs> yes, yes, it is Nancy Tango Nancy, period Nancy period Nancy. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Next to him, uh, film school dropout and VHS collector. Find him on Instagram at bummer of sixty nine. Ben Scott. Thank you for allowing me to be here. Oh, in your in own, your own in my own house. <laughs> I really appreciate you letting me be a part of this in my own room. So. There you go. No, you know what? Good. You're welcome. Thank you. For, <laughs> thanks for hosting. How, how are it's you? An honor. I'm doing well. Great. Yeah, doing well. Had a good day. Did not go to Popeyes in the White Center. You had some of mine. Though. I did have some of yours though. Um. Very good. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for hosting. Yeah. Thanks for being here. Yeah. No problem. Um. And on the defense this week. Uh, filmmaker and political activist, a good old pal of ours, Cody Olson. Hey, that's me. Yeah. Hey, guys. Hey, how you doing? Hey, Cody. Pretty good. I am ready to defend the heck out of this terrific mm. film. Well, you know how you start doing that by doing a movie in a minute. All right. That I'm less ready for, but let's do it anyway. <laughs> um, okay, great. Um, I don't know. I'll give you a three count and give us the full synopsis of the movie, spoilers and all. All right. Do you feel ready? No. Okay. no, still no. <laughs> right, let's do it. In three, two, one, go. Loki arrives on Earth. He steals the Tesseract from S.H.I.E.L.D. S.H.I.E.L.D. starts tracking down the Avengers. Uh, so we see a montage. Not a montage, but we see scenes happening with that. We get Iron Man. We get uh, Hulk. Uh, we get Captain America. Uh, Loki makes his play in Germany, where he's getting something that he needs to uh, make this portal later with the Tesseract. Um, Captain America fights him there. Iron Man shows up. They capture Loki, bring him back to Shield. Uh, Thor's there now. Also, they argue for a little bit. They take turns interrogating Loki and or being interrogated by Loki. Um, and eventually, uh, Loki escapes when brainwashed Hawkeye and some other brainwashed Shield agents come back and attack the Helicarrier. Loki goes to New York City, where the Tesseract is. He goes to Stark Tower, uh, creates a portal, brings the Chitari to Earth, starts a massive battle in New York City. The Avengers and take him on. Ah, you're close though. Yeah, I, I did pretty alright on that. Pretty good for yeah. for that movie. Not bad. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. a movie with a lot of moving pieces, so I actually I was not excited for the movie in a minute. <laughs> Trying to gather and gather all these different well, parts of the story. Thread one B and two A. You're like the Nick Fury of plot points. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so yeah, we're you were up to pretty much the Chitari fight in New York City, right? Mm-hmm. Is that what yep. those big beasts were called? The Chitari. Um, everything is a Chitari. Uh, right? yeah. okay. I call the other things sky whales, but okay. I don't know what they're called. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So um, pretty much, there's this. Uh, I don't know. To finish out the plot, there is this shadow council that is above a level above Nick Fury mm-hmm. in Shield, um, and they're like. I know the answer. Nuke New York. Phase two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so they like take over the helicarrier and launch, have a jet launch a nuke at New at Manhattan. And um, Iron Man is they're 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 there and they're ready to close the portal. Loki has been mm-hmm. smashed by the Hulk, um, and he's you know a little crater inside Stark Tower. Um, and they're yeah black widow's up there at the scepter ready to close the portal Mm -hmm. and they're like we're ready let's do it and iron man's like no wait i'm gonna put this nuke in there 
And so he does that and zips up through the portal and they're waiting for him to fall back out and they finally call it and um, he ends up falling through just in time as the portal's closing. Um, and then they capture Loki and they send him to Asgard with Thor mm -hmm. and and the Tesseract, yeah. Yep, with the Tesseract and, um, Just to keep it off of Earth, essentially. Yep. Um, and all the Avengers disband and go to do their own thing again mm -hmm. until they're needed again. Yeah. And that's it. That's where it ends up. Um, it's a cool ending. I, I like the ending montage a lot, sort of mm -hmm. intercut with them. Uh, with them sending Loki off mm -hmm. uh, to Asgard. You can't even hear what they're saying, but... Asgard? To Asgard. Uh, but Black Widow kind of whispers something uh, to Hawkeye, and you Their see buddies, him kind of chuckle. Yeah. It's just sort of like, this is cool. This is a good ending. I like yeah. it. And then um, well, post-credits stingers, um, as, as Marvel movies are now very Girl. known for. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. There's the first one. The second one doesn't really have any consequence. But the first one... Um, we see Thanos for the first time as the, uh, I forget what the, the guy's, the little mouth talky. Yeah. He's just like, he, they're so strong for us or whatever. To court, like to, you know, to war with earth is to court death. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Thanos is like, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't, sure. I couldn't even get to that part. Like when the credits started rolling, I was like, I'm finally done. Oh, God. <laughs> finally yeah, done. I didn't know there was a scene after it, so I just yeah, turned yeah. it off. That's where oh, we man. see Thanos for the first time. Yep. Um, and then the post post the end end credit scene mm -hmm. is the Avengers are eating shawarma. That's uh, it. Yep. Um, the scene that possibly has the most real world impact, considering I bet shawarma sales bumped a little bit after, after the that. movie came out. I feel like there was some real world. Where's like, that economic impact? Yeah. <laughs> you find that spot in New York. <laughs> that scene costs one million dollars to shoot, actually. <laughs> um, but but yeah, so that's that's the goddamn movie. Um, and so, uh, Cody, mm -hmm. um, you get your opening statements. Why do you like the Avengers? Yeah, sure. So I think, so for me, I would boil it down to the movie does three things really well. I think it's a strong ensemble piece. Um, it's a, a really strong superhero film. And it's also proof that the Marvel um, Cinematic Universe, uh, the connected universe thing, could work. And I think up until then, we... We hoped it would, and we, we were on board with it, but we hadn't really seen it come together. Mm -hmm. So I think those three things, uh, it, for me, it fires on all those levels. Um, and it's just a, a really enjoyable film. It has a solid action. Um, the tone is it's enjoyable, but it also can get heavy and can get serious. So, yeah, I really like that film. Mm, very good. Yeah. Um, just off that last point, the cinematic universe point, mm -hmm. I think is probably the best place for us to start. Um, and so I think roasters, uh, let's just like, let's kind of start with just genre and how, um, I don't know, Mar Marvel is the superhero genre now, essentially, right? Yeah. Because the other mm -hmm. part of it is Zack Snyder. We don't talk about that. So. Yeah, no. Not <laughs> yeah. DC is no hope. <laughs> well, I, I guess, do you mean like, what about, what about Fox? They yeah. don't. But they have Deadpool. What do they even have anymore? They have Deadpool and Logan. And... Yeah, it's over. <laughs> but, I'm saying, <laughs> but I'm saying there's, aren't there's still other like, superhero movies. Aren't they still I, part I of Marvel? Um, so they're they're Marvel heroes from the comics, but yeah. um, like Deadpool is a mutant, so he's kind of rolled in with the X Men. Okay. And so I think so. Fox has Deadpool two coming out, and then they have the New Mutants coming out now next year. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they have like a couple of little irons in the fire still. Uh, X-Men Dark Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. but, ascent, but like earlier this last year, um, Disney bought yeah. the shit back. So. Is the well, Hulk okay. not considered a mutant? He's not true because it was an accident that created. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't. He wasn't Earth. born with a G. Yeah. Uh, okay. And we'll active. see. The Disney Fox merger has yet to go through. It's it's being looked at by like antitrust. Every, yeah, exactly. Every yeah, for government it's, agency. Well, <laughs> it's a pretty. Yeah. Like, it's a pretty whoa, hefty whoa, merger. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Hold Should up. raise some <laughs> Yeah. AT and T can't buy Verizon and Sprint. All right, <laughs> you gotta calm everything down. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah. Anyways. So, yeah, I think one thing with the MCU, um, I think if you don't have a lot of experience with like, or like a comic book background Mm -hmm. uh, going into a movie like The Avengers where it's a huge crossover film, Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of that exposition is lost. Like, I don't, I've never really read any of like the Avengers comic books or have seen many of the films um, so I had no idea what S.H.I.E.L.D. was. Like, I was wondering if it was a government agency. Um, yeah, and also, like, didn't really know anything about Thor's backstory. So I was like, why is this guy just, like, flying in from the sky? <laughs> uh, yeah, so I feel like there was just a lot of information that I missed out on. Um, and it kind of just left me, as a viewer, a little bit, like, disappointed with how these characters were brought into the film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Had, had you not seen the the standalone films prior to this? Uh, no. Captain America, Iron Man? No, I haven't seen uh, any of those. I think the only standalone... Like, even still have not seen I've the seen, Phase 1 movies? No, I've seen, like, okay. Black Panther, but that's, like, the only standalone okay. one. Very yeah. good. <laughs> that's a good choice yeah I, i'd say it was worth it yeah but yeah like you're right like the only time you really get any exposition i suppose is when uh tony stark does his little like summary to loki in, mm-hmm. in his like in his penthouse mm-hmm. yeah we got demigod we got uh yeah <laughs> here is everything you need to know for this movie to make sense yeah. in about three minutes so you're good now <laughs> yeah okay okay um I mean, yeah. I'm I'm on the same boat, really. Um, I I feel like this movie is like you have to watch all the other Marvel movies that came out before this mm-hmm. to to really even like understand. Like, it's not like they take aspects of the other film and like recap them in ways. But it's like if you didn't see Thor, if you didn't see the first Captain America, if you didn't see Iron Man, like you. you even if you know who these characters are, like you have to go back and do all this work before you can even watch this movie. Yeah. And even for sequels for me, like a lot of sequels will still have either backstory put in place into the story or they make it so that you don't have you don't like you don't have to watch the other movies to enjoy this movie. And, and I feel like this movie the only way you can really enjoy it is if you watch all the other ones first, and, which is a lot of work. Yeah, and then also with the some of the backstory that they did try to include, like Captain America's, uh, he had like flashbacks in the movie. Yeah, well, he's yeah. punching right. the punching mm-hmm. back. Yeah, it, but me not knowing his story and like, you know, I didn't even really know like what war he fought in mm-hmm. and like what happened to him. And then they're talking about him like being frozen. Like I kind of get the general <laughs> gist of it, but. Yeah those flashback scenes didn't really like give me a whole lot of information. Sure. 
I had to spend most of my time watching this movie looking up what was happening. So, like, <laughs> half my time watching this movie was me on my phone trying to figure out, like, what the, like, what the fuck is happening right now? Like, <laughs> like and then I would, like, have to rewind the movie. So for a two-and-a-half-hour movie, you know, it took me five-and-a-half hours just to watch it. <laughs> just the back-and-forth consistently on your phone. And like, wait, hang on, Professor, slow down. What's wait, going on? Who, who's Whoa. this guy now? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Another big thing, too, is that, like, this movie kind of only exists to create more movies. Like, like they bring in, you know, they have this first generation of superheroes, and they make the Avengers, and they make the Avengers as, like, uh, cool, we're going to put all these superheroes together, and this is the gateway to make more movies. And I feel like that means they didn't have to put as much work into this movie. Because everybody who has seen the original movies was super excited about the Avengers, and when Avengers came out, it's like, cool, what's the next one going to be? So, like, mm-hmm. before even making this movie, they're going to know, like, we don't have to put much work into this because the person's going to go see the next one anyways. Well, Cody, what do you think? I, I don't yeah. know what you think about that. Like that To me, like the point being made was like I thought that this was a huge risk for them to even right. try something like this. Oh, it definitely place. was. I, I actually still remember listening to some co- some podcasts before Avengers had come out. Mm-hmm. You know, and everybody was on board with Marvel, and for the most part, they liked all the MCU movies. Um, and... There was still this idea that, well, can they really give, you know, equal time and like service everybody, all the characters in Avengers properly? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, I mean, one of the reasons I like this movie so much is that it it's basically doing a juggling act the whole time, and I think it makes it look effortless. It makes a really difficult piece of like of screenwriting look really easy, which is to give Captain America, Iron Man, Thor, Hulk and even Black Widow and Hawkeye to an extent, pretty solid arcs and and really tangible things to do and things to contribute to the plot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I feel like I, I came away from this like, man, they were not screwing around there. And and I, I felt like Joss Whedon just absolutely nailed it in terms mm-hmm. of, he had said, I'd been at Comic-Con, um, I think the year before this came out. Uh, mm-hmm. So that so it was 2011 Comic-Con. Um, and he had been at a panel with uh, with J.J. Abrams. They were kind of just talking filmmaking and stuff. And so the wow. 2009 Star Trek had come out already. And uh, Joss Whedon at the time said that, you know, while I'm writing this, I'm writing it right now, I'm looking to the 2009 Star Trek as the gold standard for a really good ensemble film. And, and I was hmm. like, oh, yeah, that's a pretty good inspiration because I think J.J. did a really good job with that. But watching this one, I feel like he totally nailed it and surpassed that one. That I think mm-hmm. he took what was good about Star Trek and almost pumped it up to the next level and was like you have essentially have three main characters and it totally works. So and one point five billion dollars later studio agrees with him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> can can I ask, so yeah. The the Edward Norton Hulk mm-hmm. is that part of yeah. yeah. Okay. Yep. So and then is. they just replace him with, with Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. Replace him with Ruffalo, but so one of the things um <laughs> uh one there's a character in it um J- 
General Thunderbolts Ross, uh, who actually shows back up in Avengers Civil War. Um, uh, so Captain, Captain America, America Civil, Civil War, War, even though oh, did I say Avengers Civil War? Yeah, <laughs> even Captain America Civil War. Most yeah. of them 2. are 5, in it, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's um, for a minute, it was almost looking like even though Incredible Hulk technically did take place in the universe, it for a minute felt like the ugly stepchild. And then I think and then they brought Thunderbolts Ross, same actor, into Captain America Civil War, and so now it's very much like it is. Hundred percent, only Mark Ruffalo, and so not that's that, how they that was, did it. Yeah, yeah, okay. and and that gotcha. was like the first that edit that end scene after credit scene. Was yeah, like the first time you saw Iron Man in like in another, another movie. movie. And it, yeah. Yeah. I, I can never stay for that. I'm like <laughs> the minute the credits roll, it's I'm like, crazy. I gotta yeah. get People home. are now doing that to every movie. Yeah. I was at, I would see uh, I would see a quiet place and people were staying after. Yeah, like, right. What do you think is gonna happen? Like, <laughs> yeah, they just, like, they just like appreciating the filmmakers. They, I guess they yeah. do. I guess they do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, I need to know who the second grip was. <laughs> <laughs> who's the best boy? Yeah, who's the best boy? Um, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. uh, and Incredible Hulk came out in June, I think, uh, when Iron Man came out in May. Um, so, remember, it was this really quick, like, one-two punch of you have the post-credit scene in Iron Man, and then you have Tony Stark showing up in the post-credit yeah. scene in Incredible Hulk, and they're like... We're doing this. Yeah. In case you forgot, it's yeah. been two months. We are doing this, <laughs> and it was definitely a setback not getting Mark, uh, not getting Edward Norton back. But mm-hmm. I think getting Mark Ruffalo, I, I think he steps into this role seamlessly. And for someone who is like really sad that Edward Norton didn't come back, minute one, Mark Ruffalo's on the screen. You're like, shoot, he totally nails this. I'm, I'm over it. You know. I'm just gonna make a quick little note here. I. And in love with Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> I would marry him if I could. He's my he's my hero almost. He's awesome. He's amazing. And he kills it in this room. The rough. Yeah. Gotta love the rough. the rough. He's a diamond in the rough. <laughs> ben likes it rough. <laughs> Only from Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> I didn't say no. Huh? Um, it's not. Let's um let's kind of spin around and um just kind of go because you were talking about how all the characters get, you know, set up and it's an ensemble and everything. Um, do we have more, do we have more to say about just kind of that about about that about you know how how big meets meaty pieces of, you know, this movie that each of the characters kind of get. I think that, the, because I I've seen Iron Man now and I've seen Thor. Okay. Um, and those are the only two of this of phase one. Yeah, phase one that I've seen as of right now. And what I felt about the Avengers was that like each character didn't develop past the first movie. Like even though it was an ensemble like cast, like they still like Thor still played Thor from the first movie, and kind of like Iron Man was still Iron Man from the first movie. When you say when you say that, do you mean before their origin story, like for Thor, I mean before he learned his lessons and cooled down and wasn't so hot headed, or do you mean he hasn't changed since credit credits rolled on Thor one? Since credits rolled on Thor one. Okay, sure. So like Thor, you know, Thor one happened, right? The movie is done. Mm -hmm. Thor comes into the Avengers, and he's still just Thor. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the movie of the Avengers, like, he's also still just Thor. Like, I haven't seen the two new ones, so I don't know what his character becomes. Mm. But I feel like in almost every character, it's just uh, it's just an, an extension of the 
you know, a first movie of that character mm-hmm. without adding anything into it. I, I just kind of felt like it was, if you took those movies and you, like, if you took Iron Man and you took Thor and you took like, Captain America, even though I haven't seen it, and you just made those movies longer and they meet up. But there's no, there's no, like, extra plot to me part of that. There's no, like, you know, additional character development or character arc. It's just, like, a bunch of friends meet up and do some stuff that they basically did in the first movie in a different setting. Yeah, I I agree. I essentially saw it as, like, a, a movie that is based upon, like, team building pretty much, but no mm-hmm. individual growth. Because at the end of the movie, they're just the same people again. Yeah, but like, they just, like, work together. Right, work. yeah. Yeah. I So I guess I would pull up one specific example to disagree with that, that uh, I really like Captain America's arc in this film, that I think in Captain America, the first Avenger, we see him being a kick-ass soldier, but I'm trying to think, I don't think we see him being a really good leader and tactician all that often. I guess maybe he is, but at least he hasn't been that in the modern world. Since it's like the very that. end of that movie when yeah. they're, they're either escaping. It's like, he's... set up a barricade on 36th Street. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, and so one of the things that I like that we we find him in the Avengers, a man at a time. He's pretty fresh I did, I did laugh at that, from being uh, woken up. And I think he has not found his place in the world. Um, and even some of the other Avengers, specifically Iron Man, don't like respect don't like respect him maybe that much from the get-go um and i really really dug you know by the uh by the start of uh the battle of new york when when they're kind of all circled up and they're Mm -hmm. looking at captain america to lead them and he's like i got this you do that you do that hulk smash um and i was just like oh this like this is what this character uh and i think captain america knew it in that moment too that this is what he's been building towards and he's like this is my place in the team. This is who I am, and I am ready to do this. So I, I think charting him from minute one in the movie when he's pissed off and he's all he has to do is punch a boxing bag, and that's pretty much it, <laughs> versus the end where he is all, he's stopping, he's halting a global catastrophe. I feel like that's a pretty big change. Yeah, I could, yeah, I feel like I could see a couple other ones like Tony Stark getting over his ego and like... Mm-hmm following orders eventually hmm. um or like being willing to sacrifice himself for the greater good yeah um yeah yeah but at the same time it's like all of those things are i guess they're individual traits that uh kind of build up to like team building overall does that make sense i so it's I like so. each yeah. of their individual traits means that they they're like things that make the team better as a whole. Okay, but so do you feel like they're still static though or do you I'm, I'm trying to figure out what. I think what? that a couple of the characters were static like okay. I didn't really see much progression in Scarlett Johansson's character. What's the name Black, Black Widow? Widow? Black Widow. Yeah. Um Orin Hawkeye's okay. character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just and, and I mean to be fair with Hawkeye, he's he's like possessed. Yeah, yeah. The movie. yeah. That's his character. Yeah. He even, goes even from being brainwashed to not being brainwashed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jeremy Renner complained yeah. afterwards. Was like, I wasn't even really playing Hawkeye in that movie. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, I mean that was like the. Well, I, I don't even 
dovetail into that. Yeah. <laughs> Same with the the Hulk too. I didn't really see much progression there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like, but by the end of it, can't he hasn't he achieved greater control over the Hulk? I feel like it's the first time that we see him turn into the Hulk intentionally, other than if you want to go back to the Incredible Hulk. But even then, is like he has to drop out of a ship. Yeah, that and was really s- intentional. <laughs> right. <it's laughs> you know. Um, but I feel like by the end of it, when he says, you know, that's my secret, I'm I'm always angry, it almost seems like he's a little bit more at peace with himself and his Hulkness. Hmm. So I, I don't know. I think my, my rebuttal to that that I was thinking was that um, it to see their character arc like mm-hmm. that, like to see the Hulk grow, mm-hmm. you have to watch all the other movies. Hmm. Like... If you don't watch the Hulk, and I'm watching, you know, the Mark Ruffalo play the Hulk, <laughs> yeah. play the Hulk in this movie, like I don't see any character growth. I don't see any like he's just the Hulk to me. Mm-hmm. You know, and, I, and I've read some of the comics, you know, and I and I know like his story, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But you know, and, and this can, you kind of goes into the debate of like, does a, a good movie have the like is it is it a good movie if it has the ability to stand alone or not Mm -hmm. which is a debate in a lot of different ways Mm -hmm. and i feel like in this movie it's that you only can understand what's going on who the characters are how they're changing and what that means to the characters if you've seen the other movies Hmm. yeah i see what you're saying i guess for me that one's tough with the hulk specifically because we he's the character we haven't seen for the most amount of time before the avengers um Mm -hmm. and so i feel like his character most of all to me feels pretty standalone because we see him and even people who are familiar with the mcu have to be caught up essentially by black widow a little bit in that conversation because we haven't seen him for a while um and so I i feel like he has a pretty defined arc in that film which is he's he's kind of he's run away a little bit he hasn't had an incident for a year but he maybe seems a little bit on edge with his capacity to have an incident at any moment and i feel like by the end of the film i think he's sort of regained some agency and some control and i'm trying to think i don't think in any future film i think avengers age of ultron he doesn't ever hulk out unless he means it except (laughs) when Scarlet jo- or um, Scarlet Witch messes with oh, his brain, yeah. but I think that's she messes with people and like that's a that's something that happens to you. Like you can't you can't combat that mentally. Yeah, yeah. But I think from the end of this film onward, we never see him have as much of an issue with hulking out at the wrong time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm, tra- I'm now I'm trying. To yeah, because like, so. <laughs> and I think the big thing in like Thor Ragnarok was he had been the hulk for he almost went for too two far years that, that direction yeah. right but even that was he turned into hulk intentionally during the climax of age of ultron yeah because black widow was like we need the hulk and pushed him <laughs> and so i don't know i'm like that's actually kind of cool the more i think about that i don't think he's had an unintentional incident for a long time i i had this thought and i don't know if that like makes sense or like more clear of my my idea mm-hmm. but i feel like this movie in its entirety, really only works as a first act. Hmm. And that's something I didn't really like about it. Like, even if you Mm -hmm. have seen the other movies and you know their backstory, 
like the Avengers being the, like this is the first Avengers movie, and I remember when this came out, everyone was just like, "Oh, dude, like the <laughs> Avengers," and like when wait, is it is it in Iron Man two? Maybe that like you meet Nick Fury. No, Iron Man. That Iron Man one. Was, was the first post credit scene. Okay, yeah. and it's like like cool. Like you know, you you kind of get the connections if you read the comic books. Mm. But this whole movie, like, there's not in in story wise, there is a first and second act. But as a movie, it's just kind of a first act. It's just an introduction, mm. and that's hard for me to grasp onto. Especially as somebody who hasn't watched a lot of superhero movies right. in my time and just in general. Nothing against them. I just like, I miss so many sure. that now I'm like, I, I don't know where to even start. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. And the whole time I'm like waiting for more to happen and not much happens because there's going to be a second Avengers movie because it's obvious there's going to be a second Avengers movie. Hmm. And that's what, that was one big reason why I didn't like it is because I just thought that there wasn't enough like plot arc to it okay and that the climax wasn't very strong the ending wasn't very strong it didn't really hit a lot of the important beats that a movie should um and it just kind of just felt like it was just like a lead up to something and and i get that like even movies with sequels do that but even movies like first or second and third movies of sequels, they still follow this entire arc that you can go through and connect with. And I mean, like take Star Wars, for example, like each Star Wars has an entire first, second and third act to it. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You know, even though like you can, you know, after a little bit, you know, you're going to, okay, there's probably going to be more like the new ones. Like there's going to be another movie. Yeah. And we know that, but even in the last Jedi, which I kind of liked, whatever, uh, like there Coming is a definitely <laughs> <laughs> there's a little plug for you like there is still a first second and third act of that movie uh-huh. and you can see that movie and you can watch it and you can understand it and you can follow the plot line which then makes me more excited to see the next movie okay to just watch a first act i'm just like i think that the difference might be um looking back on films like that you know have sequels and trilogies planned out it like pretty much destroys the suspension of disbelief when you're watching back at them but if you watch something like the last jedi in theaters then you're like completely invested in the film because you don't know really what's going to happen in the next film yeah and you want to see like how that plot progresses yeah yeah and I kind of wish Avengers was more like that. Yeah, but it's kind of like hard to get yourself in the moment when you're watching a movie that was made in like 2012. Yeah. yeah. And, even, there's, and there's been 10 movies. Right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 Of all these other characters, yeah. yeah. And even someone like me, like I, like who read the comic books, like there's a billion and seven plot lines of the oh, Avengers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like, okay, which one of them are they going to pick? Like universe resets and just like... Yeah, <laughs> like... And it's like I'm not excited to be like, oh, this next one's gonna have. I don't know. Yeah, and yeah, like yeah. that could be exciting, but to me, it's like there's nothing that's really grasping me to go see the next one, because I'm like, it, you could pick one of the fifty, you know, supervillains that are against the Avengers at some point, and. It just, it wasn't, it's not enough for me to really get excited for anything new. 
sure. I, I would counter that a little bit by that by your own admission that you know you don't watch these films are not super for you, right? It's kind right. Of what you're yeah, saying. yeah. So I feel like it's tough to critique a film saying, "Well, I'm not excited for the next one." when when you're not current like with the franchise you know what i mean like I feel like if i didn't watch harry potter and i was like eh, i'm not excited for the deathly hollows like well yeah but you haven't you haven't read any of the other ones like yeah you don't know what's going on cut his mic robert <laughs> <laughs> no i have read harry potter <laughs> do you know this is a side note uh i don't know if john boy is all of your friends or maybe just my friend if you guys know john boy he's never read any of the harry potters nor seen any of the movies wow he's like an old man yeah he's like he's like 36 yeah, yeah. it's still a little weird wow that's i didn't know that about him it's, huh. it's fine. There's a couple of franchises like that. Harry Potter, Star Wars, and a few more. Where I mean, I'm just going to make a lot of Harry Potter references it. around him now. I, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> I think my rebuttal to your rebuttal sure, yeah. is, <laughs> is that... Um, is that... Uh, I just oh crap! I just lost it. It was really really good too. Yeah. Oh it's, it's man, savage. it's not a very good rebuttal. Yeah, no, <laughs> never mind. All right, no, no, you win. Yeah, you got it. You win. Uh, that's that's thirty love right there, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess I guess the big thing for me yeah. is that whenever I go see a movie, personally me, yeah. I want to be able to be invested without having to invest my. T- a lot of time into something else already. Sure. I feel you. Yeah. And, and I don't know, like with Harry Potter and, and even actually with this, you know, I, I do give you credit on that because even if you don't know much about the superheroes, you are bound to know something about each superhero individually sure. yeah, yeah. or just like, you know, it's a cultural phenomenon. Yeah. Um, but even if you were blind into Avengers, like sorry, excuse me. it's it, what, what, what context, I mean, you were saying that there's no, you're saying there's no context for, what their um, involvement would be in in the story, like what they're bringing to the story, right? And in with this, Harry... in this particular instance, right, it's not as clear if you haven't gotten to it. But you, it, it, there's enough of it that you could understand that this mm-hmm. is a, a super movie and you can get through it. Mm-hmm. And with Harry Potter, it's like mm-hmm. there's so many twists and turns that, like, uh, that I can still be. Like, you know, if I hadn't seen Harry Potter, which I have, but if I hadn't, right. there's still enough twists and turns in those movies to get me on the edge of my seat. Hmm. Right. And in this movie, it was so much of a setup to me hmm. okay. um, that it didn't sure. get me as intrigued. I think that's like a fault of superhero movies in general. Um, just because all of the like big acts are centered around like action and fighting scenes. Um, so like the very first scene is like low key in the trek, um, trying to like run away. It's like, you yeah. know, you know that nothing's going to happen to like Nick Fury or, uh, mm-hmm. whatever. Maria Hill. Maria yeah. Hill. Is that <laughs> Cobby Smolder? Yeah. Kobe or Robin. Cobby. Yeah. Cobby. Cobby. Yeah. <laughs> Cobby. I've never heard her name. It's actually, it's actually a Kobay. Uh, but it's just that all of all of the acts are like focusing around these big fight scenes and you know that mm-hmm. like there's not going to be any actual consequences in mm-hmm. any of those fight scenes so um it just kind of like takes the wind out from it you don't really yeah. very low stakes yeah 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 uh well i guess if if and are you saying that from someone who is just going to see it as without the context of superhero um, 
Yeah, okay. I guess so. Because, yeah. yeah, I think that this was the first, this MCU challenge they had is like, how do we make consequences? How do we, you know, yeah. Right, yeah. how do we do something that's going to be, that lasts? Because you can have, like, it's not like an episode of South Park where the entire town gets destroyed and then, here we go, 20 more minutes yeah. of <laughs> an entirely brand new South Park. Yeah. But like, or, like, they're, they're like saying, okay, no, um, this thing that's going to happen in New York is going to affect everything we do from now on. So mm. how do we, like, make that effective? I think that was, like, the one of the great challenges of this universe and yeah. of this um, of this movie. That's so a, what's the one... Oh, you can go ahead. Oh, well, I was just going to say, that's a really good point, and I think that's that's one of the challenges in any form of serialized, in, in an ongoing narrative, you know? Like, TV yeah. shows run into it when it's mm-hmm. like, do you kill off a character because it's exciting and brings impact, but then also you don't have this character to play with anymore. Um, yeah. And I think, yeah, it's a thing that the MCU has sort of grappled with over the years that it's existed is how, you know, what do, where do we come down between wanting to give them an impactful film right now, but also still wanting Iron Man, for example, to be around for the next film? Yeah, um, yeah and it, it's tangent from this. One of the reasons I'm, I think, pretty excited about Infinity War, because from, from everything I hear about it, it sounds like the ramifications of Civil War are really going to be felt in this film, that it's sure. not just going to be, hey, we're, we're back. It sounds like people are hurt and people are not ready for what's coming for them. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. but I think it's important to have consequences in every standalone film. Oh, I, yeah. 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 No, I agree with you. I'm saying that is that is something that I think you could... I don't know if I would criticize this film for, because I think even though they brought Coulson back later, killing Coulson in this film... Felt like we came out Felt of it with some legit final. stakes. Yeah. Um, Wait, what? But, bring back Coulson? Yeah, in, in Agents, Agents of, of Shield. Yeah, probably. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> He's back but in yeah, like no, episode like, two of Agents of Shield. Yeah, but yeah. structurally, <laughs> what you're saying about the MCU, I think, is a is a fair critique that I've had myself on a lot of occasions. Hmm. I I think my 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 thing about that though is that you know like you have mov- movies that are like money grabs, right? And I feel like, and it's not all of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which I think that's actually pretty genius. I do think that the Marvel Cinematic Universe universe itself, yeah, it's pretty genius. Like, because just the way that they continue with storylines and such. But instead of, like, those those movies, you know, can be money grabs, but to me, they're movie grabs. Like, Mm. Like, they're movies that are made to make another movie, to make another movie, like... To make an Iron Man three, to then make Almost an kind Iron of like, Man well, four. Well, we made this year's superhero movie quota, mm-hmm. so we can right, make yeah, sure to exactly. make more next yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's it's every movie is coming out with at least in the ending a way to bring a viewer back to the next movie, which can be good because then you have an audience that's continuously coming, mm-hmm. but like there's a difference to me between. Um, a film, even if it has sequels, that has such a powerful impact mm-hmm. that viewers don't necessarily need to have another movie about it, and and if and if they do, like you know, it's good or bad, whatever. But mm-hmm. but these movies are made for the, in my opinion, for the reason of making the viewers be like, okay, I'm gonna come see the next movie and the next movie. And that just guarantees more sales and get, sure. get you know and guarantees more stuff and I, like I can I can see that and I think on a certain level it's true that they want to leave the door open for future installments sure but I think you'd be insane as a director or writer if you spent 
months to years sometimes of your life on something whose only goal was to set it up for the next one, right? So that, like, every yeah. MCU it's film, true. Yeah, it does true. two things simultaneously. It has to be a good film, and it has to give a creative opportunity to a talented individual, be it a writer or a director, who goes, true. cool, I want to mm-hmm. pour all my energy mm-hmm. into this thing for a while. <laughs> and it also, I would say, 10 15% of it has to not blow their wad completely in terms of there have to be characters left standing and alive at the end of it to go into yeah. other ones. You know, but I, I don't think the two are always mutually exclusive, if that makes sense. I think like the Russo brothers, for example, and the writers of the, the those Captain America films, Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely, I think have done a really, really good job having stakes that impact the film and impact future films while also not you know, not throwing away every character that they have and going, you know, well, you know, this universe is over, right? It's like, yeah. Um, and I'm getting into a little bit more of like a structural defense of the MCU, maybe. Yeah. But and I we'll, think, we'll talk yeah, about sure. more of that in the yeah. post show, I think. Um, but yeah, I think I think the films can and are both at the same time. They're setting it up for future films while also going, we need to be a good film right now. And if they weren't, I think they wouldn't have solid reviews across the board. You know, people would be like, yeah. fuck these. I think it's an excellent <laughs> point. Like the, and I, I posit this to everybody. Like, is it, it, I think that Marvel has kind of shown that their content can be good and thoughtful as well as wildly entertaining and yeah. visually stunning. So in the scale of things, how does Avengers rate for that standard that Marvel has set for itself? Hmm. Do you think that it reaches that goal? I, I do think that I mean all the Marvel mu- movies are like absolutely beautiful in mm-hmm. a lot of different ways and the newer ones that come out like just keep getting better and better on effects mm-hmm. so you have to, I do have to give it that that like there is a lot of of effects that aren't cheap mm-hmm. you know they're not put in for like gags oh or not whatever. like like cheap as in like like not like expensive like phony cheesy like phony yeah, cheesy yeah, yeah, cheap. Yeah, yeah, okay yeah yeah, yeah. yeah like they, that's some that's some scratch that they put into that <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> sorry go on sorry um i think that mar like the avengers specifically is uh i don't know it's like literally pushing f- filmmaking and how people talk about films uh just in the sense that it achieved like a massive like audience mm-hmm. and people eat that shit up like <laughs> uh yeah they like go see every single marvel movie that's made lord knows i do yeah, yeah. No, i'm uh, raising <laughs> my hand myself quasi and robert don't do that that's for sure <laughs> <laughs> no way bro. but yeah they just like really know their audience and really tap into that and yeah. unlike any other sort of franchise in history yeah i think i think they knew that there was a hunger for it right that before Iron Man came out, we were at a point where we had we had, had a lot of good superhero movies, right? Like, yeah. we kind of knew how to make good superhero movies. Uh, yes, the first two Spider-Men by Sam Raimi, absolutely. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's what there I'm you go. We, had, we had, had Spider-Man, right X-Men, we had had <laughs> right uh, my Batman right Begins, there. hadn't quite had The Dark Knight yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but we knew how to make good superhero movies, and I think they went, all right, what if we gave them this ongoing interconnected story yeah. that maintains the level of quality they were used to while stepping up the level of just world building yeah yeah, yeah thank you yeah world building i'm gonna put a pin in our political conversation right there sure and we're gonna unmask okay everybody let's um, do it the pin will be pulled out on a post show if you're listening to this 
give us some money you can go listen to the rest of the conversation um yes <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so let's um, let's unmask everybody. Um, and how do we really feel about the Avengers? Um, I'm gonna start with Nate. <laughs> uh, watching it again, I thought it was pretty boring. Um, yeah. <laughs> how do you really Nate, feel? Nate, 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 Nate <laughs> the savage. Jeez. Yeah, I thought just like all of the action scenes where I was just like so bored the whole time, like. I know that nothing Have you just become actually... so desensitized? Yeah, actually. Oh, man. Yeah. I'm just like, uh, look back nothing, on it. Nothing bad Green screen. Is going to happen. Boo. Yeah. <laughs> I think that there were like a couple of moments that I really liked. Mm-hmm. Um, like two shots specifically near the, the last fight where it's kind of like swooping around and showing all of the Avengers. Oh, the, some, some of those longer one shots? Yeah. yeah. And, then, and then the one where it's like swooping through the city. Like, following all of them one to the next. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah a cool one. I, I thought those moments were pretty cool. But other than that, um, thought, oh, it was like pretty corny, cheesy. Um, uh, what's the... Nick Fury's assistant's name. Oh, Maria Hill. Maria Hill. I just couldn't take her seriously at all. All Wait, for is, is that the Kobe? Yeah. Uh, Kobe. Kobe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all of her lines were very corny, and also they were they just kept on throwing out like stupid science jargon. And it's like, oh, cool, you're smart. Oh, E equals MC squared. Yeah, but I don't know. A lot, <clears throat> I think it just was just like disenchanting to you watch it. Your line is. Uh, when did you become an expert on yeah. astro <laughs> thermonuclear <laughs> astrophysics? Yeah, it's just, it's not, oh my fucking last <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, Ben. Well, so I, I I watched Black Panther recently, right when it was in theaters, which um, has almost literally nothing to do with this movie. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, well, I watched Black Panther in theaters, yeah. right? Um, I watched Doctor Strange with a couple of friends not, not too long ago. And for everything I've said about this movie, I'm fucking hooked on Marvel <laughs> movies right yes! now. Yes! Like, Welcome! No. Like, one, I'm, one. Sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, awesome. I'm sorry. I am apologizing room. to who? Dog, yeah. you mostly, good. Mostly to him. Dog, but, <laughs> like, like I, I have been like renting the $2.99 on Voodoo of like all, all the movies. I, uh, Avengers still is, is out of what I've seen so far, Avengers is probably my least favorite. Mm-hmm. I get why they made it. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of the points I'm saying here are still pretty true yeah, yeah, about the movie itself. But like, I'm in that, I'm right now, my whole deal is that like, I want to see all of them before I see Wars your comes eyes, out. Your eyes are a little boys, <laughs> Yeah. Holy wow. shit. Yeah, like, like, you guys got me. All right. You got me. All right. And I, I've been investing a lot of time into it. And I, and I, and, and this, I mean, this is coming from somebody who like, up until maybe, you know, six months ago, mm-hmm. I really didn't care about superhero movies. Yeah. And I, because I was so far behind, I like watched Captain America, the first one I fell asleep in the theaters. And, uh, and like, I, um, what was it? A Thor, I like, wasn't a big fan of when I first watched it. But now that I'm going through and rewatching them, like, you got me pretty hooked. And, and Spider-Man Homecoming, I, oh, I watched yeah. that too. That's, yeah, one's strong. Qu- question, so Spider-Man Homecoming, in the very beginning battle deal. Yeah. The, it, the Battle of the New York. The beginning prologue. Yeah. yeah. When does that 
take that's uh, right after so, oh, so when they're cleaning up that building that's yeah, immediately that's right after, after avengers okay that, that's what avengers. i thought that's yeah. what i thought so i wanted to make sure but yeah like that's the battle that you saw okay the aftermath yeah i mean i mean i'm i'm hooked now <laughs> i am so hooked on it it's a so. shame that's my <laughs> that's that's my unmask and i'm Lost sorry a good yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to lie to you. <laughs> uh, Cody. Um, yeah, I don't like this film that much. <laughs> no, I'm I really, I, I really like this film until the Russo brothers stepped in uh, to the Captain America series mm-hmm. in Winter Soldier. This was my favorite MCU film, um, and I thought mm-hmm. this was just great way to cap off Phase One. Um, and yeah, so I. Big fan of this series. Um, big fan. Love it. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I really like it. So, Quasi. Dude, you know I'm I'm on, I'm down <laughs> I'm so down for everything. everything I haven't even had a mask on. Yeah. <laughs> what are masks? I'm good. I've been here. Oh man, I love it. Um, yeah, we've been. We, I mean, Robert, we talk about this all the time. But I yeah. I'm, I'm I love these movies. I think this is just one of the greatest things that cinema has produced in terms of like. The, like the way uh, no. things <laughs> listen, listen to me the way nothing turn to talk. unprecedented yeah. how they've been able to connect this many movies yeah. this successfully that are all have a high standard I don't know I think I think that's that has not been done before it's extremely impressive sleep with one night open <laughs> <laughs> well and like and during the post show we can get into I, I have some larger structural critiques of maybe the MCU and kind of stakes like you said mm-hmm. but the thing that is just so impressive is their batting average is insane. Mm-hmm. If you, yeah, if so you just look mine. at all the films, you're like, <laughs> like they didn't, 86? none of them are strikeouts. You know what I mean? Like there's, you know, everyone is, there some are like, weaker oh, ones. Like two or whatever, but like, there are weak ones. None of yeah. their films landed with a, oh Jesus, right? Like the worst film in terms of like the collective response, yeah. the worst film they've put out has kind of been like, no, it was all right. That's pretty much like that's pretty yeah. much it. They're they're doing well for themselves. There hasn't been ones that are, like severely disappointing. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, Justice League was, or like anything that DC's been producing. It's I mean yeah, it's, it's crazy. Like yeah, it, I, I'm yeah I'm, I'm I'm I've always been I was on board since Iron Man showed up at the end of Incredible Hulk. I was like, holy shit, they're doing this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, all right. I, know, like, I love that it came two months later too. Yeah, yeah. I've, um, I've heard that basically everything after the Avengers just gets better and better. Is that like... We'll talk about it in post Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. When are they bringing back Howard the Duck? That's what I want to that's See, that's the question. <laughs> that, the, there's, there's what we got to figure uh, He out. shows up briefly in a post-credit scene in um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. First one. He also... He was in the know, George, George Lucas is actually going to direct that one, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> George Lucas at the helm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Robert, yeah. what did you what did you think oh, about the movie? What a goodie! Um, I, I I mean I'm, I eat this shit with a spoon. Um, so uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I this is one of my favorite Marvel movies. Um, but watching it this time, God, there are there are some bad lines of dialogue. Yeah, there's a lot there. Yeah, there, there I are. mean, there are some. There's mm-hmm. some. Mate. It's, it's cool. There's Chill a lot. All of them. But uh, there was one. It, it's a line that like never really super stuck out to me but on this rewatch it's black widows like i don't see how that's a party like there's some just like yeah she delivers it with this there's some really like robotic lines here and there and then also like i just think it's interesting to watch this movie and like all the characters are like the most formal versions of themselves in this movie like like 
I don't, I don't know. It's just really weird. They're all, like, kind of walking on eggshells around each other and the way they talk to each other. Like, and now we have, like, and I think that's just kind of Joss Whedon's writing <laughs> because, like, we have directors running Marvel movies now that are, like, that have so much, such a better grasp on, like, how people actually talk to each other, I think. Like, mm-hmm. Taika Waititi, it, like, all the dialogue's really natural and some of it's even a lot, a good chunk of it's improvised. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then even and, what, what and the movie is that um, that's Thor, Thor Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Thor, Ragnarok. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, and then the Russo brothers also are really good. Are, are pretty good. At, better at writing at least. They're better at writing Black Widow at least. Um, I yeah. I mean, I'd say the writers for the Captain America films, oh, that's Christopher right. Marcus and Stephen yeah. McFeely. I yeah. I think I think they're really solid at writing Black yeah. Widow. And I liked then, her a lot in this and movie. Even, though, so and I even and, and then of course far. the Guardians of the Galaxy movies are like that's like James Gunn is great at writing like um but but yeah i don't know i i love i love it but uh yeah i don't know we're gonna we're gonna we're really geek out in the post show i'm sure oh, we're gonna so, uh, i might just leave <laughs> <laughs> if you must you see yourself um but uh, but yeah, let's uh, let's wrap it up and then uh, we'll take a little break before we record more. But uh, but yeah, thank you everybody for being here mm-hmm. um, and yeah. for hosting uh, Cody and Ben and Nate and Quasi. Mm-hmm. Um, and thank you for listening wherever you're listening. Let me pull my little end of show notes up and um, and yeah. Um, let me think of when this is coming out. Last week of April. I don't have anything to pitch. Does anybody have any events or anything to pitch? I should have asked you before. If you can't think of it right away, we're gonna move on. Fun. Cool. Does Funhouse yeah. is Funhouse is already, already happening, okay. and it's also already sold out. Yeah. When we're recording this. So. So what, okay. What, what part of April? Uh, it's the last last week, week of April. Wednesday. No, no, yeah. I have some shows I booked, but those are earlier coming on. Mm. Uh, yeah. Okay. Anyways, if you like what you're listening to and you want to keep listening to the post show or want to support the show uh, in your own way, pop over to our Patreon, everybody, and there's a bunch of levels, a bunch of goodies you can get access to, including um, our extended play post show. Uh, our hot takes uh, movie reviews and our drink along series where we play drinking games and watch movies um, that we don't typically do on the podcast uh, it's, a, it's a lot of fun there's a lot of fun stuff over there if you're rich and want to give us a lot of money I'll watch a dumbass Zack Snyder movie um, uh, but please yeah. do that please do that <laughs> uh, watch please. Ma- make him it's, watch Man of Steel three times <laughs> purposely the highest patreon level <laughs> why would you not why would you go for man of steel not batman v superman that get, true. get yeah. mean with it <laughs> <laughs> throwing yeah, a sucker punch get real nasty <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh yeah if you uh, are interested in any of that trash um head over to our patreon at patreon.com slash 24 flames pod and uh join up um and then also if you have thoughts about the avengers the marvel cinematic universe that we glossed over things you think we forgot or want to talk to us about email us at 24 flamespot at gmail.com or find us on facebook twitter instagram or tumblr at 24 flamespod and uh we take all everything people send us into account and uh make the show better and talk to you and keep it all rolling um wherever you listen to your podcast if you can leave a rating or review uh so more people can find the show and you can also subscribe so that you get every episode every week, every Wednesday. Um, and let's see. Actually, when is the last day of April? Never mind. There's not a drink along coming up this weekend. Should have done all this prep before we started. <laughs> um, other than that, I think that's about it. Yeah. Everybody, thank you for listening. And um, have fun at Infinity War this week. I know some of us will. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh Nate. yeah. Not Nate though. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we'll uh, drag him along against his will. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably see it. I'll wait till rest of the Yeah. But yeah, thank you everybody for listening. We'll catch you on the next one. Bye. Bye. Fish media. Yeah.